Hi world, um, welcome again to Obis Talks and today I'm privileged and honored to be with the very first couple in my show. So Yay. guys, guess what, right? So so the wife and I, we did a podcast and lo and behold, I don't know how it disappeared, but you know, all things work together for good. No, this one did not work together for any uh, good whatsoever. Why is it sounding spiritual? That was just a Bible. <laughs> It's so I'm Bible. sure I'm sure you can hear them. It's a Bible and the, podcast. It's a Jesus Bible podcast. I'm sure you can hear them at the background. I'm sure that you can clearly see that these are jolly couple. And I have um I have Mr. Taiwo and his sweet chocolate caramel wife. His name is Taiwo, please. What's the Mr. Taiwo? Sorry like for the, sorry for the interruption. So I have Mr. T. I have T O S. I have Taiwo. T O S. P O S T O S. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so today, so Taiwo is a project. Um, he's a product developer. He's an entrepreneur. Product manager. Product manager. He's yeah. a sales guru as well. Yeah. You know, and his pretty wife is a human capital saucer what you guys call hr yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's also an entrepreneur and she consults and they are all married they are married uh it sorry is. marriage counselors and yes. they've been married for eight years you know eight stands for new beginning so hmm, that like something new coming into their marriage so today they're gonna be sharing eight lessons they have learned from eight years in marriage. Oh, As you just said that, you have ruined my husband. That's very good. You must start to ask the question. That's very good. Oh, that's very creative. It's eight lessons from eight years of marriage. Yes. The rhyme is very good. Start with your first. I will take one, you will take one. Let's go. Who is this lesson for? Is it for about to? So I think it's for about to wait. So you could do it, you know, about to wait and married as well. Married. So that it's easier. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go. Lesson number one. Lesson number one. As the leader of the family. Lesson number one. Your cinema time will lessen. (laughs) (laughs) So time Time is go for cinemas. You will not be watching film again. (laughs) So. Uh, I think one of the greatest shock is, oh, you know, now that you are together, you, you, you talk more, right? I, I, you, you, one of the lessons I learned that that is really like the hardest thing to really achieve in the eight years of marriage, having to talk like you were when you were when you were dating, um, having to hang out more. So all of the experiences you had in dating, you now have to really. Um, be deliberate, be about, deliberate it. about it you know even if you go on vacation you realize that sometimes you are not even talking right so um couples couples think that the fact that they are talking to each other about things mean, doesn't mean they're actually talking and knowing each other based on the evolution that's really one one very important thing that really kills kills a lot of married relationship is that both of you are no longer in a relationship. You are now technically... Flatmates. In, yeah, I don't even want to use the word flatmates. You are technically in a marriage business. Transactional. Uh, yeah, it becomes a marriage business. Like, 
you know what are the kids doing what are you watching why are you not paying attention to me it is like everybody becomes very functional unless you're, you know you're not really knowing each other and so when the person has grown and evolved mm. they, that's where the conflict happens Oh, because because you are, you are, you are, you are not paying attention to the person's growth. Maybe you kill this contrast. Right. So yeah, I think one that's one of the lessons I've learned in marriage that you have to be more deliberate about not just speak speaking to your wife but actually like Coming. talking and knowing your wife as she, as both of you evolve year year on. Yeah. Um yeah, pretty much. That's so guys, from what I get from that is be intentional and ensure that your marriage doesn't enter autopilot. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't do Because enter. life life could happen, we all move about and stuff like that yeah, before you know. Wondering why your wife is behaving this way, you what your wife is yeah. wondering why you're behaving this way. So guys, guys you are just, hearing from a male perspective. Just gone mm-hmm. apart, right? So so missus what do you have to say <laughs> i think we just do one lesson for this podcast <laughs> i know you you have to keep my husband here to fight power more, more. anyway <laughs> i'll say mine and that's it all right and we can continue some other time so um for me what i learned is that men are fundamentally different from women mm. and this usually used to come as a shocker to women you know and then they get confused and angry and then begin to nag but that happens to every woman. You realize that your husband can only focus on one thing at a time while you can multitask. These are fundamental differences. And then you get angry at him for not being able to multitask. Or like a situation where a friend of mine was complaining about her husband. I can you imagine I left the house and I told him to dress up the girl and bring her to where I am. And what she was, she was looking like a mad person. That wow. can you imagine? He cannot even dress up his child. I'm like, but he's not wired. You were, you were raised with dolls all your life. You were dressing dolls, mm. dressing yourself. You know, you are used to dressing. A man picks jeans and t-shirt. He's good to go. Do you get? So it's fundamental differences. But yeah, women will now become or men too become. Like, why is she? Why is she always talking, talking, whining, whining? Why don't she want to listen to reason, reason and logic? He'll be complaining. Oh, this man did this. I'll not be telling her what to do. She will now be angry. She's an emotional person. She's wired to to think in emotions. So, guys, you know we've learned from the male perspective and the female perspective as well as to. So, Taiwo was of the opinion or the perspective and lesson is that you have to learn to be intentional about communicating with your spouse and ensure that your marriage is not on autopilot you know because that is very 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 important uh, gradually before you know you are living as flatmates and Dupe's lesson is hey guys we are different man in every size and shape we are different right and you must learn that the man you know might want to do things one way and the female can multitask so let's all celebrate our differences as we advance in this beautiful union called marriage so lesson number two and and Dubai is going to take lesson number two ladies first at this time yeah i don't know lesson number two i wasn't planning to have a lesson number two what kind of life is this okay love is not enough wow yeah love is not enough love is good but it's not enough love is but, even like yeah, well, it makes 
Is it they had you had opportunity? I'm not guy. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Love is not love enough. Is not enough. Uh, okay. You have something to say, say it. No, I'm saying you know, when your wife tells you guy. <laughs> lesson number, lesson number. That is lesson number two. That is lesson number three. Guy, <laughs> guy. Ah, just arrange yourself. That means um, do not stop. <laughs> so, love is not enough. Um, marriage is a partnership, right? Um, you can love someone, but if the person is not contributing actively into that partnership to help each of you achieves goals or whatever you set for yourself as a family then you will be frustrated in the marriage you will love the person quite all right the person will love you but because the person is not you know pulling their weights you know you would be frustrated now it's now up to you to decide do i want to live my life in this frustration forever because i'm in love with this person or do i want to you know run away but what I, this is now an advice to those who are about to marry that don't marry someone because you love them that's not enough you know you have to make sure that they align with your value systems in life you have to ensure that their character aligns with what would make you or happy or you have to make sure your visions and your dreams in life are in some way helping each other balancing each other out you can't just marry someone because you're falling in love with them i think that's my lesson i've learned as i've gone along the way wow i think that's very um, profound you know I am saying, and I'm putting her on the spot already, that we're going to have another conversation about this love being enough or love is not enough. Because my own thought is, you know, what is love? Love is God. God is love, right? So am I saying that God is not enough? I think that might be extreme, right? In thinking about that. But I I think this is a conversation I'd love to have with them once again, whether love being enough and, you know, in what context, to what extent and all of that. So, Taiwo, over to you. Yeah, I think you take take us up on that because it's, it's pregnant with a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, a very lovely conversation to yeah to the DV because you know yeah. people can sort of not probably skewed skewed and not fully understand it. Yeah, but I, I think we get the the, the message and the gist yeah. of what trying to say is that you know love is beyond feelings. Yeah, exactly. That you have yes. and, and yes. beyond uh, the chemical reaction. Yeah, so. I try to say be a lot deeper in terms of the choices you make as far as but I, I think lesson number lesson number two was the fact that you 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 cannot you cannot be single anymore. Mm. I uh, so I think that's one of the things I learned that some people want to maintain their singleness and you do want do, to I'm lose going, I'm gonna hang out with the boys. Yeah, yeah you can but <laughs> Be, you 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 have to. Responsible. You must. Part of being growth is that you must. That is now secondary, right? If there's a demand placed on your singleness, right, be happy to drop it. Don't feel like you are not free or liberated because you or you you don't get a sense of oh, happiness because you are not. You feel like you're in bondage. You're in bondage, yeah. Because so, for example, like, and you don't make your decisions anymore. Someone decides that you're not looking. You need to change your shirt. You need to wear this sort of boxers. You need to wear this. You need to look a certain way. Yeah. But I remember that I got married and I just there's a particular suit I so cherished <laughs> because that coat is so cherished. It was like, a coat. Like I had, to, I know that if the feeling that suit gave me was more like a very therapeutic. And my wife saw it and she just, I said, leave it. You know. Pump, Told that specifically vehemently that before I knew it, she had she had 
thrown every of my oh. old coats of many colors, <laughs> emotional, sentimental, <laughs> memory clothes in the dustbin. The you know some of the shirts you wore to close some deals. If you are you sharing those shirts, when you wear it, you feel like you're about to close another like deal. Close twenty thousand naira deals. Let us throw away so we can close bigger deals, please. <laughs> like you feel like that that has some very sentimental connotation. Oh yeah, so I mean, so. Tr- you know, hanging out. You, you know, when you're when you're hanging out and your wife calls you and say, "Where are you?" Right? You don't feel like stop disturbing me. Like she need at that point, she needs you, right? And so having to feel like being in union with that person is something you cherish, celebrate, and you want to progress. You want to you want to harness the opportunity of freedom. Mm. You know, um, in 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 that union, rather than trying to link to a level of freedom you had when you're single. Enjoy the fact that marriage comes with its own freedom, celebrate it. Freedom to know each other, freedom to explore each other's weaknesses and strength. Freedom to even quarrel, that that is even freedom because you, you're having to go into explorations. You know, you're curious about what this, what, what is this, this woman going to bring this time? Is she going to bring love, hate, or bully? Sometimes she bullies, you know. You know, everybody. Everybody. You know, like like people no, going I, I, to I places that oh man, people going to reach places. You go to a place where you've never been before because you are curious to know what is there. I think that's what marriage brings. You know, so the entanglement to our singleness sort of is one lesson that I really realized that I needed to detach. Um, yeah, we we'll talk about all of those um, entanglements that sort of you need to detach from so that you can sort of enjoy what sort of marriage brings to the table yeah so this is where you know scripture says live and cleave yeah you know this and is just the not yeah exactly living not and just cleaving. living your father and mother yeah yeah you have to sort of leave a lifestyle live a certain lifestyle certain that you, you are most convenient and that's really the scale of most people that will i drop this thing because exactly yeah there are some people you can't call anymore you can't be on phone for, for two hours, two hours. With, a, with a lady anymore that is your uh, friend that you feel close to yeah you're in, you're in deep you deep. know and you're laughing and you're celebrating you're in deep problem <laughs> try it you know so let me tell you this honestly someone said oh uh, by me one of my uh, clients was celebrating her birthday and and I asked her what she wanted for her birthday I looked at it and the estimate and I said have I bought this thing for my wife mm. because mm. the moment I tell my wife oh I bought this sort of birthday gift for a client for a certain lady for a lady Wow, she's going to ask herself, has she bought it for me before, right? So you know, on that, so those are the t- sort of thought process that comes to you. Some people don't really care, right? Yeah, so you know, so you you can buy a gift for is someone you cherish, a, a woman, and you probably feel like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's really some thoughts around. Wow. So you have to sort of leave to cleave. So guys, I need to apologize for every noise you hear in the background because this is going to be as raw as possible and we're on the streets of Lagos and we're like, okay, what a good time to put out some words of wisdom out there and as God will have it, I have a couple with me to do that. So guys, I know if you're listening to this, I'm sure that one of the questions you're going to be asking is... um, okay these guys have told us two things and those people that are about to wear and those people who are already like one or two years are wondering 
please adam knew eve right i'm sure you guys want to hear something relating to sex love making so so i'll put that for them as their lesson number three ah, as uh, to what did they learn you know in the, over the eight years you know has it i want to believe that it has gotten better and all of that so typically so yeah let's go there so let's go i think i think i think taiwo has something he wants to say <laughs> over I mean, to but you will not all the things you want to hear you probably not hear podcast. but i mean i mean love making right i think for me it would just be my lessons right it's i, I was i was i don't think i got into marriage as a star boy right <laughs> <laughs> I, I was very very naive right all, yeah. all i knew was maybe books and maybe sometimes you've you know your your green life or teenage life you snuck in into some certain um sexual moment on tv that sort of captured mm. what you know it's like Jet Li Jet Li in a Chinese movie and real life yeah <laughs> there are two different scenarios and you know there's this brag people brag one hour two hours <laughs> <laughs> like people get a sense of high by the time they feel like they are star they, you know they stardom in a sense of stardom in terms of time yeah but I think that one of the lessons I've learned is that, you know, it's actually you need to be educated mm. about sex. Mm. Yeah. Guys, can you hear that? You need to be educated about yeah. it. Yeah, you need, yeah. It's a skill that you need to learn. Yeah, and even people who are star boys don't even have sex education. Sometimes, mm. and you know, you can be in a sexual relationship where the girl that you've been with has just been deceiving you. You are mm. sort of fulfilling maybe twenty or thirty percent of her pleasure points. Wow. So I think that for me, sex education is important. So, and um, I'm not talking about getting sexual pleasure. I'm talking about really going for taking notes and jotting. You have to understand. Part of the lesson is <coughs> I didn't understand the woman that anatomy because I just realized that you know sex was sort of um, a different ball game for me. Right, so I had to get educated. I'm not the, I'm not a master yet. I've, I don't think I've. I don't think I've, I'm. I have a lot to explore in mm. my wife, but I think that I'm making progress, right? Um, because now we, are, I'm, we, we, we communicate, okay? Um, and that communication sort of helps. Um. So guys, I'm sure from a male perspective, you, you clearly can hear what Taiwo is saying, that it's not about your two hours, your performance, but how well do you know your wife how well do you know your spouse and eight years and he's still exploring do you get which is very 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 amazing to hear and that shows from a person who wants to learn and who is you know something he said that really caught my fancy was take your notes you know your writing pad and your pens are very very important and this is not about it's not an inbuilt skill is something that you have to learn you know sometimes i call it an act it's an act it's a learning it's a skill that has to be learned and um 
I'm sure you want to hear from the wife's perspective about all of, all of this. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, trained not to talk about some things. But since two of you have cornered me. So you can hear. That is also a learning point as well. He said, We good girls, we will learn not to talk about this. So sometimes yeah. good girls make bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> Coming yes. soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Grab your copies. Grab your copy now. now. <laughs> Over to you, Dupe. Yeah. Okay, so I think the fundamental thing I had to learn in the whole game of sex is that sex is more in your mind. It's even eighty percent in your mind than it's yeah, in your body. In your you know, as a woman. So yeah. I, I remember when I used to talk to my girlfriends when we were, we were newly wet, you know, and she'd be like, I had to learn from her. One of them, she was like, if she's heading home and she knows it's going to be that night, from the bus as she's heading home, she would have said you know thinking about nice things about her husband working her mind i didn't understand that concept and wow. i tried it wow. so i said okay let me work my mind. and the thing works because if you put your mind in that state your body now responds you know yeah. uh, but so that's why and i think a man needs to learn a man needs to learn that if a woman's mind is not there in that space and you come and you know, men, I don't know if it's in the mind for them to, or it's just touch and go. Like switch bulb. <laughs> switch bulb, eh? So you're not called baby, baby. And she's like, no, I'm not. And then you feel rejected. Maybe you should try and work with her mind as well. So you start, you know, feeding her mind, you know, from the first early part of the day. You know, feeding her mind, giving her things to anchor on to now walk the body, you know. So... Yeah, I guess that was the the thing I learned that that I am applying, and I think it works. It works a hundred percent. Wow, fantastic, fantastic! So I'm sure you've learned from two 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 sides to it. You know that unites into one in terms of the education, and secondly, the mind. You know, I think the mind. I was reading somewhere that that uh, the mind is the most potent sexual organ actually because everything springs from the mind you know so guys husbands have a love making sec- session with the mind of your wife yes. it is very very important you know tell her sweet stuff you know find creative ways to engage her mind and then it becomes um, easier it becomes easier for you to gets on the sheets well that's if you guys do it on the sheets you know you can be anywhere but yeah i'm sure you get what i'm trying to say so um there will be a second episode for this i think we'll just end with the fourth one and the fourth one i'm I'm, so i'm putting it out for them once again so the fourth one is going to be about parenting right because i you know they are parents to two beautiful guys two beautiful boys you know i didn't say handsome because those boys are not they're beautiful beautiful boys right so what lessons have you lovely couple learned in parenting that i'm sure that because you know we parenting many a times we learn some of the things we learn from parenting is what we also experience you know they say what you see is what you behold right so we we pick some things from our from the way our parents parented us and subconsciously we could either act on those things to our own kids or say no we're not going to do this because our parents did that to us or whatever you know so but from the akinshias from taiwo and from dukbe what have you guys learned from parenting 
What have you learned from prayer? What have I learned from prayer? I thought this was the podcast for the next session. No, we are doing four. Then the next one will be another four. Four. So you have eight lessons. So we've done. This is the fourth lesson. Okay, okay, okay. Lesson. Parenting. Damn, Obina, you are stressing me out. (laughs) Okay. What have I learned about parenting? Oh, I've learned that my parents got it terribly wrong. I won't say 100%. They had, I mean, if they got it 100%, I'd probably be, you know, something else on the streets of Lagos. <laughs> but but I, I can, I've seen where they got it wrong and I am now being deliberate to correct it in my own reality, right? So, um, yeah, when it comes to spanking, my mother was an emotional spanker. So, like my mother said about sex, where you have to carry pen and paper. For parenting, you have to carry pen, paper, dictionary, you know. <laughs> Wear encyclopedia. encyclopedia, you know, wear bodysuits because there's so much to learn. Because in sex, it's pleasure, right? You just want to make sure you pleasure each other in a way that will keep the marriage fresh. But in parenting, you are, you are affecting lives and not just the life of the children, but every ripple effect, every child that, or every person that will ever associate with them, the wives and husbands they will marry, the children they will birth. It all stems from the seeds you sow in these children when they are young. It's a big responsibility. So, you know, that one you have to be very deliberate, you know. What is what was wrong with my own parenting and how can I do it better with my children, you know. Then, what's the world saying? What's the best practice and what's the best fit for my own unique child, you know. So, parenting is a big deal. It's not even a topic we can just hint. It's something we will sit down and talk about, you get. And that's what I think. Yeah, so it's something we cannot digest but i think in terms of lesson is that this the the children that are born in this generation are, are very special and unique children regardless of whether they are born in low-income homes you or know high or high income or middle class they the dna they carry is so special i think that they are a sort of generation that are unique and they are going to do unique things. Yeah. And it requires unique style of parenting. Um, you cannot deploy, you cannot repeat the parenting of your parents and deploy it here, right? If I, I, you know, you you have to be, you have to talk to them. They have to become um, people that they can come to you and tell you anything on their mind because they are quite expressive. Yeah. And you, so you don't want to kill you know expression right um you want them to be confident of who they are because part of what we're experiencing is identity crisis and when when there's a lack of knowing of who they are you know you sort of raise a child that can be thrown apart by everything they see outside right because they think competing for for them and for perversion competing for their perversion competing to destroy your child is a lot more and so you have to you know, be self-aware about this and sort of equip your child well enough to be able to handle the kind of things they'll be seeing later on as they grow up. The world may be strange to them as they grow up because there'll be that conflict and resolving that conflict may require that some of them may rebel. And so you have to sort of be compliant, you know. So my, my real lesson is that these children are unique because you're parenting style and you have to give them every sense of expression allow them to express themselves don't kill it yeah don't kill it so that's really my lesson wow that's that's very powerful you know because for many of us when we want to express ourselves our parents can tell us shush 
Uh, what do you know? Go, do you know? Go and read your books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because, you know, there's something Taiwo mentioned that is very, very, very profound. A very key word. Identity. Because the child needs to know whose they are, you know, and who they are. Because when when there is a loss of identity is when they begin to grow old and begin to ask, you know, begin to question different things and saying, oh, this or that, am I this, am I not that? But, you know, as parents, when you begin to, when you start from that, I, I, even, I, I believe that it's even before the child is born, you know, right from when the child is in the womb, that that um, identity and that speaking commences. So, I'm sure this has been a very lovely first episode of this. I'm sure we're going to have a next four, hopefully next week. Any final words for the time, for the moment? <laughs> okay. Final words would be, Obina, leave me alone. Go away. <laughs> like, this is so impromptu. It's not because you're structured. I hate you. I hate you. Ty, what's your final word? I know you're all gentlemanly and good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Obina. So, yeah. So, we'll look forward to the second episode. Right. Um, see. Um, yeah, and yeah, if we are, we are, we are, we are married counselors, so hey, feel free to, you know, reach out. So now they put, they told you it was a yes, sales Yes, I'm going to, <laughs> so I'm going to drop um, the handles of the handles, handles are not our very email address. Marriage. It's not here you will say it on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop their email address and you could also reach out to them if you have questions yeah, email, as well. Email works. Right? Yes. So until I come your way next time. So from me, it's goodbye and have an amazing week and day ahead. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.